Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hello and welcome. Mark Homer here. I'm going to talk today uh, about rents, um, how you're managing your your residential rents, rent rises, um, and uh, where I see the, the rental market at the moment. We're in my office. You can see some of our developments behind. This is where I manage our portfolio. Um, and, uh, and yes, it's the nerve center. So we've done a, a number of projects over the last few years, um, developed uh, the portfolio into 360 tenants, uh, just finished um, uh, another building with 39 tenants in it. We're, um, we, we, we let the ground floor to uh, the local college. They're just building that out. And yeah, we're just finishing off uh, a few of the rooms and, uh, and a few other little, little bits. So I got involved in Peterborough in the private residential sector, renting out little houses and flats in around 2005. Little three bed, ex-council would have rented for about £450 a month. If you fast forward to 2016, that was probably about 550. So rents hadn't even kept in pace with inflation. There had been lots of landlords added to the sector. Um, and because of all the supply, I think the tenants in many ways, had, um, you know, they'd, they'd got properties at good rental levels, um, which in many cases were cheaper than going and buying and, and paying a mortgage. Um, so it was quite attractive. 2016, George Osborne comes along and uh, starts with his populist policies. Um, and they introduce Section 24, which is uh, the inability to offset all of the mortgage interest against the rent and increase the stamp duty on residential rental property. So, so landlords, so some landlords were deterred from buying properties to rent out and also some landlords left the sector. So the sector then didn't grow at the same rate. Clearly there are more and more people that need to rent properties. Um, so the private rented sector just hasn't kept pace. The response to that is that by 2018, rents were probably on the same property, probably more like seven, 750. Um, not that long ago, um, sort of pandemic time, little three bed might have been eight, 850. Um, we put one on um, three, four weeks ago. Uh, we had 30 inquiries and um, the tenants uh, are now paying a thousand pounds a month. So that rent has grown from 550 in 2016 to a thousand pounds a month in 2022. Why? Well, it's basic economics that if you reduce the supply um, of something, as the government have done uh, with the sort of anti-landlord policies, um, then you're going to increase the price of it. Um, clearly, you know, there's been demand increases at the same time, but you know, it's just basic economics. I'm sure they knew this stuff. There are clever people in the Treasury. I'm sure they you know, provided an impact assessment um, and um, MP still went ahead and, and, and did it because it was popular and they, they probably thought that this would vote them in. Doesn't really benefit the tenants. Lots of other things have happened in the meantime. Um, central governments have allowed local councils to introduce licensing schemes, which are quite profitable for them. Uh, so they're not just charging a fee to cover the cost of licensing, they're actually making money out of it. And there's been lots of other landlord legislation and extra costs which have been introduced. 
Um, this cost, at the time, they were sort of told this cost would, would go in one direction eventually because as you reduce the supply of these rented properties, because landlords could have sort of say, can't afford this cost, um, they go and the landlords are there saying, okay, if we're going to carry on, we're going to have to pass this cost on to the tenant. So all that's happening is rents are going up and up and up. Um, you know, have we, we have to... Uh, sort of frame this and, and, and think back in 2005 when I started, you know, that little rental property was 450. Uh, and what have the rent rises and of course the value in, in sort of residential properties, what has that been over that full period from 2005 to 2022 where the rents went from 450 a month to about a thousand pounds a month? So there is that to sort of consider uh, because of course it doesn't go in a straight line, does it? Um, the last people see what's happened in the last few years and go, oh, you know, rents have gone absolutely crazy. But maybe to some extent they are catching up. But clearly what's been happening with the sort of anti-landlord stuff and the, and the bashing, um, you know, this is showing up in, in rent rises. I know um, Nicola Sturgeon introduced a, a rent freeze um, over the winter. Um, and I understand a, a flat came on in Edinburgh and there was something like 300 inquiries for one flat. Um, she's probably just introduce the rent freeze until the spring and after that then the landlords are obviously going to have to put rents up you know to to, to cover their increased costs um, so what she's actually done is um, introduced uncertainty into the market um, some landlords have sort of gone my god if there's going to be rent control this this is an indication of what could happen in the future they've left the sector again less supply so um, you know I used to really worry about um, landlord bashing and the government being so anti but over a period of time, once, you, once you've been in business for a few years, you realise that if it's just economics that, you know, governments and other people can, can do certain things to cause you issues. But all it will do is reduce the supply and then the price of what you're offering, your, you know, your product will have to go up. Might take a few years. Um, and, um, but when you've seen it, as we're seeing now... Um, you know, and you hang in there and you hang in there for the long run, you realise actually you will be paid uh, in the long run um, for this extra stuff and you'll be able to cover your costs and, and again, make a profit. Um, so, yeah, just always remember that when, when there are issues. And that brings me on to the latest set of challenges uh, that we're trying to work our way through as, as landlords. Obviously, interest rates um, have gone up and are expected to go up maybe another well, the market probably believes they're going up around one and a half to two percent, but the likes of Lloyd's, Barclays, and even the governor of the Bank of England think it's going to be quite a bit less than that. Maybe terminal base rates going to get to four, so that that means interest rates maybe have got another one percent to go up. Um, who knows what that's going to be? But the point is, we were paying 0.1 percent not long ago base rate, and base rate is now three percent. So. You know, most mortgages, you know, if you've got a, a rental property, will instead of being, say, two and a half, three percent, they're already five. You know, I'm seeing rates of five, six. You know, you've got a HMO property, could be seven. Um, you know, they are more money. So um, clearly rents are going up. Are they going to go up more? Well, I had a look uh, a couple of days ago at the, the latest survey from RICS. You, the surveyors all sort of report in. They're saying the sales market is absolutely dead. Uh, so, you know, and this is, this is Rick's, this is, um, you know, e even sort of local estate agents I'm talking to, um, you know, they, they are saying it's dead. Uh, and, and for agents to say that, you know, that there's usually a <coughs> bit of bullshit, you know, that, that sort of, they, they, they tend to like trying to, uh, 
trying to encourage people to buy. Um, so, you know, the, the sales market is definitely dead. But, you know, Ricks are saying the rental market is about as strong as it's been and they expect rents to rise further. Um, so, yes, interest rates are going up. It's a concern, but the rents are going up because there is less supply. Uh, and clearly, lots of people who were going to buy uh, can't now because it's unaffordable. Uh, maybe the bank won't lend them the money. So they end up in the private rented sector. So there is more demand from people who were going to buy uh, and now need to rent. Um, so your interest payments are going up, but you know, you've got the opportunity to, to increase rents. Uh, and the other challenge, obviously, HMO landlords and those landlords that are paying gas and electric for their tenants um, have had huge increases. Um, I think electric and gas has settled somewhere around 300% increase from 2019. So electric, I think on the cap is 34p a, a kilowatt and gas is about 10 and a half, 11, whereas electric was maybe 11, 12, 13, 2019 and, and gas was probably three and a half. Uh, so there's, it's something like 300% increase. Um, so I've mentioned I'm putting heating controls in. Prefect's a good company to look at. Heating controls in all the bedrooms. Um, just means when the tenant's not in the bedroom, it, it knocks the heating back. Uh, if they open a window, it knocks the heating back. There's a PIR sort of uh, infrared sensors. And it also reports issues with the heating system. Um, so it can, you know, it's quite good from a customer service point of view. Uh, but clearly, you've got the ability now with HMOs, we've noticed uh, HMO rooms are, are, are really going up now. They weren't. Uh, but they've really started rising uh, and we've we've been putting rents up um, so I've got quite a few properties where I wouldn't have they they were in many ways they were severely under rented you know I'd had people in for a number of years maybe I've been a bit sort of sentimental sort of say oh they've been there a while I won't push the rent up too much because interest rates were low and my my costs were not really going up that much um, but you know now there's no choice um, and you know there's a couple of other things all colliding um, to, 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 to sort of, um, I don't know, bring these rent rises to a head. And I'm just going to sort of explain why I think now is the time that you need to push these rent rises through, why they are more and more important now and why I've really been focusing on them. Um, so the first thing is clearly your costs are going up significantly. They're going to go up further in terms of interest, mortgage interest, and then on HMOs, gas and electric. Um, so you need to get ahead of this uh, because as your costs increase, clearly, if, if the rents don't go up, you may end up making a loss. And if you make losses, then you're going to end up either getting repossessed or you're going to have to sell the property and the tenant's going to have to leave. So you've, you've really got to focus on these rent rises. And I think now's the time. A couple of reasons why it is a good idea to keep the rents going up um, along with the market. Not, I don't. I never push them up to market rate, uh, probably keep them 5% below uh, because that's an incentive for the tenants to stay um, and you know makes it sort of a little bit cheaper for them, which, which is obviously great. Clearly, when you get a, a tenant changeover, that's not good for them or for you. Um, you know, it, it's quite costly. Um, so you do want an incentive you know, to, to encourage your tenants to stay. Um, but I think the little and often uh, methodology is good for a number of reasons. The first thing is um, you can obviously issue a section 13 uh, on a yearly basis which is a rent rise of a maximum 5%. Um, so 
you know, if you let your rents get really out of kilter, say you're taking £500 a month on a property that's worth 1000 well, you can only then increase the rents at 5% a year. So it could take you many years to catch up, if you ever catch up, um, which, you know, could cause you a major issue. Is your portfolio then going to be profitable? Uh, can you make it a sustainable portfolio on that basis? So, you know, I think the little and often is quite important. Um, clearly, if you, you know, a tenant was paying 500 a month and they've suddenly got to pay 1,000 a month, um, that's going to be quite an affordable. Um, tenants haven't got the chance and the time to adjust. Um, so that's that's not fair on them either. Um, so, you know, if you haven't increased them for a while, I think, you know, start moving on. Um, the, the section 13 um, is, is obviously useful for that purpose. The other thing that is bringing this all to a head and, and a big reason as to why now is the time um, is because um, there's been talk for a while that the section 21 is going to get repealed. And of course, the, the section 21 notice is, is basically you saying, I want the property back for whatever reason. Um, now, if they remove that and you only have the ability then to increase rents by 5% with the section 21 or um, you you know you, you section 8 because they're not paying rent or antisocial or, or whatever um, your hands are going to be tied and, and you could be severely under rented with your portfolio so you know you've, you've got a period now where the section 21 is there um, you know if if you've got to put a rent increase through tenant says they can't pay it don't want to pay it and, and and just sort of sit there well you've always got the section 21 where you sort of say well you know you can't afford to live in this property um, you know, I can't afford to pay my mortgage and my costs with you here. Um, you, you know, here's a section 21. You're going to have to leave uh, and, and, you know, move to a property that you can afford um, because there are obviously lots of other tenants that can afford to pay that and they will pay that. Um, so, you know, you, you, you could use a section to you could suggest that the section 21 is there um, and you may have to issue that if um, you know, the, the tenant doesn't agree to sort of rent rises over a period of time. You know, don't suddenly hit them with a massive rent rise that's unaffordable. Um, but maybe, you know, increase, agree a plan over a period of time to, to get the rent more like to market rate. Uh, because I suppose in, in the end, if, you, if you're going to have a sustainable portfolio, uh, one that, you know, is going to be compliant, uh, where, you know, tenants have got long-term homes, you need to be able to cover your costs and... and, and God, that dirty word, make a bit of a profit. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I think now is the time. And I, I, I think it's very important that you work on these. And there's a lot of, a lot of demand at the moment. And you, you've got the ability to increase these rents uh, to offset these in, this increase in, in costs. So I think rents are going to carry on going up. Rick certainly think that they will. Um, you know, we're not suddenly going to see the sales market uh, recover um, you know, unless inflation fell off a cliff and interest rate expectations dropped. Um, you know, I, I, I think um, this is going to carry on for a while. Um, we've just learned that the last three months um, were negative for GDP. So the, the economy was getting smaller over the last three months. If that happens again for the, the next three months, then we'll be in recession. I think we're already in recession. Uh, we just haven't got the data yet. Uh, I think that's a quite a high likelihood. So, you know, people, there's going to be less people buying houses now, plus they expect them to drop in value. So lots of people will be saying, well, why would I buy now if, you know, they're dropping? So I may as well buy in a year's time when they're going to be cheaper. Um, so, you know, the, this, the, the affordability 
to buy houses now has, has really been smashed up since interest rates has gone up. The interest rates have gone up and are expected to go up further. Um, so it's like a seesaw. When, when more people are buying properties uh, to live in, generally the rental market can be a bit quieter. And when there are less people buying properties, generally the rental market is busier. It doesn't always work like that, but that, that is often how it works, a bit of a seesaw. Um, so I, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 it's sort of buying and sales winter um, and it's, uh, and it's rental summer. So you, you know, work on your rents. I think they're going to, they're going to carry on going up, you know, with, with our rooms, uh, we, we're seeing, you know, let's say rooms we brought on at 500, 550 um, in 2015, 16, they're all now sort of 650, 675. You know, if we get kitchenettes in them a little bit more, um, what I tend to do is if an old tenant's gone, I sort of give it a bit of titivation, you know, paint the walls, you know, put a nice feature wall in, uh, maybe change the flooring. Uh, it often gives it a, a good boost and we're on to the next sort of rental zone. So, yeah, I think um, I, I think the sales market is going to continue. The, the, the values of properties are going to continue to drop and the rents are going to continue to go up. So the yields are just going to go up and up. They have to do. They have to reset because uh, interest costs on debt are going up. So, of course, yields have got to grow. And the two way that yields grow are rents going up and capital values coming down. That's what's happening. Just economics. I do think that the, uh, the, the government have betrayed both landlords and tenants at the same time. Um, you know, they gave a lot of landlords a lot of worry, um, sort of 2016. Uh, I'm sure the sort of leftists were, were quite pleased about that. Jeremy Corbyn and his, and his merry men got very excited. Uh, I, I wonder if Jeremy Corbyn and uh, John McDonnell actually care a, t a jot about tenants uh, because we can see what's happened with this disastrous um, policy. And yeah, prior to that, you know, you, you saw uh, rent control, you know, prior to Mag Margaret Thatcher, prior to the Housing Act of the late 80s, um, there were loads and loads, the private rented properties got into a terrible state uh, because there was, you know, rent control um, and there weren't new landlords coming in and, and no one wanted to do it or, or less, less landlords wanted to do it. So I think they definitely betrayed both the landlords and the tenants. Um, lots of tenants go, oh yeah, this is great. We're going to bash the landlords. We're going to, you know, <clears throat> make them pay more tax. Yeah, make them... Uh, where, where, where does that extra tax come from? Well, the landlords have to take it from the tenants and give it to the government. Um, you know, where where does the extra cost for, you know, Legionella certificates and sort of all this extra profit that councils are making out of selective licensing and all of these, you know, all this extra legislation and hoops, you know, right to rent checks and, you know, checking the immigration status of, of, of tenants and all this other stuff, you know, banning tenants fees that, the the, the, the the you know sort of the, the government's done all that happens is it goes into the rent the tenants end up paying it um, that's not fair um, you know they're they're sort of um, explaining it in one way uh, but in reality they're taking the money in another way in the in the form of tax uh, you know an extra red tape so this sort of time uh, where the market is falling where there's likely to be more and more deals. Um, you know, I'll probably be chastised for saying this. It, it, it's not great, clearly, for lots of people. Uh, lots of people are, you know, struggling in terms of not being able to pay their bills and, 
you know, it's not great for us in terms of our portfolio because it goes down in values and down in value. Maybe, you know, we get some issues with some banks potentially. Um, but this offers uh, usually the biggest buying opportunity. I remember 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, the, the deals that we did in those years are the best deals that sit in our portfolio now, bar, bar one actually, um, which, which I did later. But, you know, the stuff that gets bought in the next, you know, maybe not right today, but, you know, you know in, in the next few months, uh, the stuff that gets bought, it, it will look very, very cheap. Um, you know, as long as you buy well uh, and you go out and you're really aggressive with your viewings and, you, you know, you, you, know you, you get your sort of agent book going, um, this, this, this is the time. You, you, you make your money when you buy in a, often in a depressed market. Um, and, um, you know, I, I usually become a lot more acquisitive. A lot, I, I get into purchasing a lot more during periods like this. <laughs>